Oh my God. What? And this is just a general problem, so no shame. Hi, I'm Feli, and this is the show where we get vulnerable with you and each other. Welcome to our show today. Oh, you talking education? Graduation card. Imagine the graduation card from the thingy that comes from the sides, and everybody's doing like this, and you're holding your diploma like this, and you never show your heart, and you do like this. school for you oh well or did you go kindergarten no i did not do kindergarten not well i i went to school <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, no, okay no no i i i go to school i went <laughs> oh my god yes english be kicking my head <laughs> you go to school sorry went mm. <laughs> it's affecting you too <laughs> Oh god. No, I went to kindergarten in Nigeria, didn't yeah, I? Okay. Um and I started school pretty early. And I think like most kids in Nigeria do. Yeah, like, they yeah, we do. Started school like at two three. Yeah. Two three. I like I was I started in crushes by two. Mm -hmm. By three I was in like some form of a grade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <I> started. <laughs> yeah, started in life. Basically junior event. Start reading yeah. books. <laughs> um yeah, but I don't remember much of primary school in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. But I do remember, like, <laughs> I do remember primary school in, in Longfriend. <laughs> oh, gosh, how was that? I do remember, like, in my early months in Longford, I think I, I went into first class. Mm -hmm. So I, I remember first class and then afterwards. But um, I think I had extra English for a bit. And then they just realized I just had a weird accent, not that I couldn't speak English. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though we haven't proven properly that I can still I can speak English, <laughs> I could just write poems. But um, yeah, it was fine. Primary school was fine. I actually really enjoyed primary school. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I, re I think I started super enjoying primary school in like third class. Mm -hmm. But I've always liked school. Did I you think. like? Did you notice? Mm, not that you notice, but did you like or think that you were actually gaining um, like a lot of education? Like, was do you think it was helping you while you were in primary school? Like, I suppose I wasn't thinking about school in that sense as helping me. Mm. I think I enjoyed the social interactions yeah. between the teachers and, and myself and the students, but I also enjoyed the structure of learning, mm. and I was. And I think I still quite am, like, quite blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what that means. You get the energy. Yeah. Like, a little chaotic. So having somebody that structured me in school, but I could enjoy the learning, learning. and the mm. social interaction. And I was quite smart. Yeah. I liked, it was less even about the education. I just liked knowing things. I was like, ooh, I know a thing. <laughs> and then suddenly it would be useful at some point, even yeah. when I was younger, like, I learned people and things were useful. Yeah. And it was useful to know things so you could know people, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. So I enjoyed that. So I never thought about school like, you're working for an education. 
but and also <laughs> I enjoyed like all the little side parts aside from the table yeah. that were also structured. So like my primary school in Longford was really good because it had like drama, it had like oh, that's music. Really good. I was in plays. Oh really? I was in the National Children's Choir. Sick. I had gone to the National Concert Hall when I was like ten. Mm. And that was, I didn't even know that was supposed to be amazing. That, yeah. I just was like, we're going outside, we're going to sing, you <laughs> know? And that was fun. So I did a lot of things in school. I started poetry in primary school. Mm. So, like, it felt like a world that was safe, actually. Yeah, I like that. In general. Yeah. I remember gardening. I remember all my teachers' names. I remember what we did. I remember the teacher that was a bit cheeky, <laughs> you know? I really enjoyed primary school. Oh, I really like that. How was your primary school experience? My primary school was just primary school. I moved around a lot, so I, like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, primary school was just interesting. But I don't know, I did never really felt like I fitted into anything. And um, yeah, education was just a little bit rough <laughs> for me, especially if you're going to different schools all the time. The curriculums or what they do, they probably went past. Yeah, yeah. Too, so yeah. I just had to like catch up or like teach myself. So I was very much like, oh, I know I'm in education. Oh, I need to. That's yeah. why you asked that question. Yeah, oh, yeah. Interesting. So I was very aware of mm. I, this is my step. Like I knew all my steps right till like when I'm gonna be in uni. Like yeah, mm. yeah. I didn't know exactly what I'll be doing, but I mm. knew shall like this is what comes after this, and this is what comes after this, and this is where we want to get to. Yeah. yeah I think I was vaguely aware of it. Yeah. But, but I wasn't focused on it. Yeah. And I think I was only vaguely aware of it by virtue of just being African. <laughs> and they tell you, you're going to go to uni, and you're going to be a doctor. And yeah. You know, that kind of vibe. But, like, in the school infrastructure, mm -hmm. it was just enjoyment. Yeah, it was just enjoyment. <laughs> I, yeah, I wish I could, I, I, I could have enjoyed it like that. When you say it, it sounds so beautiful, but I it's never fun. had that experience yeah. because I'm meeting new people all the time and yeah. nothing sticks. So, like, even remembering, oh, who the funny teacher was and then mm. talking to your students, mm. I mean, well, your classmates. Yeah. Like, you can't have that bounce because that's not the school that, like, they're not part of that school yeah. that you went to. So it's like always picking up new things but never being able to give like really your relate. own stories or yeah. relate. So yeah, I wish I had that experience. It oh, sounds yeah. really nice. It sounds good. I, I had I had that as the difference. Yeah. I had that in secondary school though. Well mm. the second secondary school I went to. See how many times. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise the privilege of the stability of my education actually. Mm. Oh, and I forgot to say, I also was in kindergarten in Nigeria before I came. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. I mean, I moved around a bit in the early years, but then as soon as I hit Longford, it was stable. Yeah. Um, and like my, my secondary school was literally like behind the primary <laughs> school. And a lot of people would have just... So I, there was a lot of new people in secondary mm -hmm. school, but it was a lot of familiar people. Yeah, yeah, So it yeah. was like... Hey, buddies. Hi, friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. oh, and then I remember, it, it, but the, one of the things in primary school that was re oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. What? And this is just a general problem, so no shade. Was like, my name was said wrong consistently <sighs> in primary school by everybody. Yeah. Every, nobody was like exempt. It was constantly the wrong name. But then I was like, okay, I was so silly. As soon as I hit, 
first year mm -hmm. secondary school. I literally, I remember, I remember the first day of first year in secondary school. <laughs> in secondary school. I remember my backpack. I remember like my confident walk. I remember the gates. I remember walking in. I'm going to tell my everybody my name is Felicia. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you do. Yep. I swear to God. And obviously, as soon as you hit the first class, roll call. <laughs> say my name wrong. I spent... Actually... Felicia. Yeah. That, that's, that's why I'm so... Like, that's why now as an adult, I'm really confident and yeah. comfortable stopping you mid-sentence to correct you about my name. And just for the general record, because this is aired, and I hope everybody sees this, my name so you is... So not have to repeat it. Felicia. My stage name is Feli Speaks. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but like I was, I was so excited to tell everybody my name. I think it was also the beginning of like a small taking charge of like yeah. my identity because I feel like it was the first time I had like, maybe like there's like five major light bulb moments mm -hmm. that everybody goes through. I think I had my first one in secondary school, like bloop. <laughs> Uh, you know, like, you know, yeah. like, a, like a video game, level one, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. so I was really, I was quite purposeful in secondary school. Mm. Okay. Um, and I try, I, I was very aware of education, but I also tried my best to, how do I say, keep my play. Yeah, oh, I was that's very so playful and I was also, nice. I was really glad that there was some allowances for it in the secondary school structure mm -hmm. that I was in. But mm -hmm. I, I knew that stress. Mm -hmm. But anything that was open, that was fun-related. I, I, I want to be part. That's so I, good. Like, I was PRO this and randomly that. Mm -hmm. And whatever I could have time for, like, I would use to try and balance my brain because I knew that this yeah. education format thing is not the most fun. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So mm -hmm. even my secondary school experience, I quite enjoyed it, except maybe the last year and a half. With Leaving Sir. Yeah, Leaving Sir was like an impending doom. <laughs> um, oh. It was just a horrible, horrible time. Yeah. Emotionally, yeah. not living I know, I know, like I the know. actual school experience. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it was my yeah. secondary school experience. When you mentioned, um, what's it called, like affirming your name when mm -hmm. you went to secondary school, I had a little bit of that experience when I went to the secondary school that I finished in. Mm -hmm. um, because the first one, they decided to be calling me my middle name instead of my actual, <laughs> like, Tolu. Yeah, so they would literally, like, skip my first name, look at Elizabeth, and then not even try to pronounce my surname. But yeah, that was, that was what I went through like the first and a half years. And then I had that moment when I came into the second secondary school and be like, no, 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 remove Elizabeth. That's not part of, that's not part of my name. Just say Tolu. That's all you have to say. So I was, I feel like I, yeah. I got back my name. Mm. Like I got back my voice. And also in that, something that's really, that stuck to me is that in that secondary school, the first one, I never sang. Mm. I, I never sang. That's interesting. Never sang. A year and a half. Ever sang. And that's someone that grew up in like, like with music. music. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. You really hate it. That's what. <laughs> I, I didn't even know it was until after. I was like, mm. damn. But the, the secondary school that I finished with, that's where I found like um, the joy in learning. 
mm. because the people that I was in class with are freaking genius. Like what they what they're doing yeah, right your, now. Your secondary school friends that you talk to. My about. secondary school friends like still oh, wow. that are still my G's. Like y'all are doing huge things. Like y'all are, one of y'all the, are changing the world. Yeah. So that's the that's the the squad that I was in. That's my year. Like yes. we were lit. They still talk about us. So today, the yeah. teachers, they still talk about us. Yeah. Wow. And um, like, that's, that's what I learned. That's where I learned about positive, um, what's it called, competition mm. or healthy competition. Because in the previous secondary school, they will call out your marks, when you, your grades mm. out to everybody in what? class. You will be ranked um, every year and given grades to, to put you in which section of groups of first years or second years you'll be in. So there's gold, silver, and... Um, bronze so already that's a hierarchy of where you place in your class so if you wow, yeah that's so that's that's what I was stressful. that's the secondary school I was in for the first one so coming to the second secondary school I learned like a better way of understanding how I learn yeah. how my mind processes information and um yeah it just it's like ugh, that secondary school like they they more college did a really good job like shout out and we were a tech school as well so we're not even getting like support you know damn yeah that's amazing though yeah that's why i learned about like arts i didn't even have music in in school like yeah so even just finding art as an escape was difficult yeah yeah it was cool me too me too sweet yeah what was uni like was uni good uni was interesting (laughs) uni i think um that's where I, I don't even know. I don't know what to put it, how to put it in words. It was just a lot, a lot of new things. <laughs> freedom. That's what you have to learn. What is your, what does it mean to oh. be you? What do you actually like? No, now that you are free. Yeah. What does your mind want? No, there's no mommy and daddy to stop you. So yeah. you have to start, have to start asking yourself questions like, who am I? Who am like I? you're forced. You are. What are my shaking. boundaries? You are shaken. When you go to uni, yeah. you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's no support. Yeah. How far can I go? How far is too much for me? Yeah. What is my mental what, stability What, what is like? safe? Because sometimes your parents will be the ones like, ah, caution, yeah, you know, yeah. think what, about what, what are your boundaries? Yeah. Ooh, you learn really quickly. You learn very quickly because now you have the freedom to stay in whoever's house. Mm. Before your parents would be like, no, you're not going out. So you, you get to experience everything. what your boundaries are what you wouldn't do, what makes you feel comfortable, how people treat you, and um, even stuff like your love language of just loving yourself. Yeah, because you're constantly in new places with new people. Like, yeah. you're getting houses with strangers mostly. Mm-hmm. You're in all these new interactions with classmates, you're group projects. Group projects. Good luck. Bro. Group projects. How, don't get screwed bro, over. Bro. <laughs> but yeah, you, you learn like how to manage money. If you're getting the Susie grant, you learn about discipline, mm-hmm. deadlines, mm-hmm. priorities. If this night out is worth this headache in the morning for <laughs> yes. this exam, you for really, real. really, you really, really, really test out yourself. You find yeah. out your durability. You find out your bounce back ability. You, you find out... Um, how far you can stretch mm-hmm. and if you can catch yourself when you fall because yeah, yeah i think uni is an incredible experience because apart from the actual education part you it's will you will totally learn about you and if you don't don't worry the world will kick you <laughs> the, the world really will show you in the work sector yeah. and you'll learn about you there yeah. too so 
But yeah, I think, yeah, uni was definitely less about the education for me. I, I went to uni and got a lot of emotional, emotional smarts, yeah. smarts, like mental smarts, like just so many different things that I learned. Mm. Um, and I'm so grateful for it because I started learning what my distinctions were, mm-hmm. you know, and appreciating myself more and like watching people from all kinds of backgrounds and seeing myself in a picture with each of them mm-hmm. as either friends or housemates or classmates and figuring out what my energy is separate from them. Mm. Oh, it's just, you That's just, awesome. you just go in. Mm. There's nobody else that you can trust as much as yourself, yourself. in that kind of environment. Mm. So yeah, you learn and you blossom. And if you don't blossom now, I... T- yeah, <laughs> because for me, I think... You blossom later. Yeah, maybe. I think it was even outside uni or for something drastic to happen, yeah. for me to be like clocking that, okay, no, I need to think for myself. I need to figure my own shit because it's my own life, my mm-hmm. own body, my own terms, my own rights. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't, I didn't clock it in uni. Yeah. So you, the world would teach you very fast. Mm-hmm. It, it happened to me. I just, for me, um, it wasn't, yes, it was emotional and it kind of helped in me getting to kind of know that I actually like calmness. Yeah. <laughs> I like rest. rest. No I don't peace. like headache. headache. Mm. I don't like loud noises. Mm. I don't like people coming into my space or ask, taking from me, taking energy away from me. Fast. Don't like it. So that's I learned that about myself in uni. But the most important thing, because again, from primary school, I already knew education. Mm. We're on. So I didn't go out to experience like uni the way other uni st- students did. I didn't party. I didn't get to know the, the place that I was in. I was just in, in a library or going to like house parties with like mm. other people. Um, but in terms of like activities, knowing, oh, do I want to go into rowing or, or sports or, you know, meeting people in different types of um, social game network, mm-hmm. because they have them everywhere in different unis. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I tapped into that yeah. because when I, when I got into, I actually did it, I think, my, my last year of uni, and I got into, like, the choir theme of Bob. The last yeah. year? Yeah, and it was really nice, like, even the training. Yeah, so I wish, I wish I let myself be um, freer, but, you know. Open and vulnerable. Yeah, so open yeah. and vulnerable, because it was literally, like, after I left uni and I was on my own, like, for real, for real. Like, why in the oh, world now? Forced to grow. I was Absolutely. forced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no other way. Yeah, it's, it's so hard, man. Welcome back, guys. So this is the Am I the Asshole section of the Tolo Feli show. Yeah. And you know what it is. I read Reddit posts. We judge them. Get on board. Am I the asshole for saying my bio... My biological daughter's education is more important than my stepdaughter's education. What? Sorry, the question is not even... Let me move my friend. You don't even need to explain yourself, I think. No, you have to shock me. I need to hear the story. Okay. I just don't know why people do this. I don't... Can you just tell only your friends? (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Title is a doozy, but let me explain. Oh, she knows. Okay. So I, 36 female, have two biological kids and one stepdaughter. Note, I usually don't say step or biological kids, but it's important for this story. My biologicals are 
you are weird. Biologicals? No, my bios, that's worse. My bios are 14 and 17, and my step is seven. 14 and 17 have their own laptops for school, and it's particularly important to 17 as she's in year 13 and has a lot of work to do. This morning, she came downstairs crying because her laptop shut off randomly and wouldn't turn back on. To make matters worse, she had ho coursework due. Okay. She had backed up everything, so I gave her my laptop, and within 10 minutes, she was back to working. Okay, cool. The issue comes with seven and my husband, John, her father. So everybody else could have private identities, but John needed to be called yeah. out for no reason. <laughs> John just got dragged for no... What did John do? John, her father, seven, is in primary school, and but is still given a small bit of work each week to be done, and the only way to access the work is on the computer. The school's website is super weird for phones. My husband and Seven usually do the work together, but today they couldn't because Seventeen had my laptop. John came to me and asked where the laptop was. I explained what had happened and that Seventeen had it. John got all annoyed. Oh, I see why John got dragged. <laughs> I asked how Seven was supposed to do her homework. I said I'd dig up the old laptop from the old computer from the basement, but John did not like that idea. We ended up having a back and forth, and I snapped and said, honestly, John, 17's education is more important than 7's right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. John got really upset and accused me of having a bias against the kids. I guess he told his family what I had said, and because I got a few passive-aggressive texts oh. from his mother oh and sister calling me a bad mother. Oh, my God. Am I the asshole? Edit. There seems to be some confusion on Seven's education. She does not do online live learning. All her work is on paper and in learning books provided by the school. The instructions to certain tasks are online, which is why John needed the laptop. But Seven is not missing out on education by not having the laptop, as there are other tasks that were provided by her school that she can do. Seven work also isn't time sensitive. They don't even have to hand it in. Wow. This is so weird. No, what's the guy's name again? John. 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 John, John, John got dragged. No, he needed to be dragged. Is he not the one I went to go and tell his mother? Do you know what? It's less about whether they're biological children or stepchildren. It's more about their ages and the relevance and yeah, importance the relevance of, of their education, education and where and they, the are level that they are. Nobody cares yeah. if you're biological or step. If they're both your biological weird. children, like, why you, still tell, you still tell someone to shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, don't tell your seven-year-old. <laughs> but this is weird. You knew that um, the way it was asked was off. Why did you have to say it like that? She just wanted to be dramatic. Yeah. Also, little feeling there, even though it's a justified case, you really needed to bring up the step. Because really, the story has nothing to do with yeah. whether you are biological or non-biological. You have work to do. Anyway, you're not the asshole, but no. you have assholely insights. Yeah. Anyways. Am I the asshole for letting a teacher chew my mom out? At this stage, probably. <laughs> I, 17 female, missed the majority of my freshman year due to being in the hospital. I didn't have a, four, um, a 504 at first, and a lot of my teachers failed me for not being able to work while I was in the hospital. I'm making those classes up in summer school right now. My fees uses this program called um, EdUnity for... Sorry, my school uses this program called Edunity for Summer School. For anyone who's not familiar with it, it's a self-study independent learning, work at your own pace program that allows you to work at any time of the day. 
My school recommends that we work three to five hours a day and we are required to go to a 30 minute check in meeting with a teacher every day. My mom sees, seems to think that I'm done with school after the meeting and makes me go out with her and my sister for the whole day after. If I don't go out, she, makes, she takes my laptop so I can't work any, any, anyway. We come, back, we, come home around din we come home around dinner, but by then I'm exhausted. I'm not as sick as I used to be, but I'm still not healthy. And usually take a nap before doing an hour of school and going to bed. At my check-in meeting on Monday, my teacher told me I was falling behind and asked if everything was okay. I told her that I told her what was going on and she emailed me, emailed my mom and asked to set up a meeting. They had a meeting yesterday and my mom kept insisting that there's no way I'm behind because I, I go to every meeting. My teacher told my mom that I had to put in three to five hours of work before, after the meeting. And my mom said, I can't do that because we have plans this summer. And how am I supposed to go out and have fun? Ah, her, is your mommy a kid? Her words, I'd make rather stay home if I'm supposed to work for three to five hours. Well, my teacher didn't like that she said that and chewed her out for forcing me to go out and for not letting me work. My mom's mad at me for letting her chew her out and for not telling her the teacher was upset with her and that she wouldn't have scheduled the meeting if she knew. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's a child. She's a child. She's actually a child. She's a big baby. She's a oh, I hate that. I actually feel wow. so bad. For she blamed kid. it on you. She, she, no, no, no. She didn't have the balls to speak back at the person that's chewing her out. She, yeah. You two, she, it's not like she didn't have she money. Didn't have uh, mouth, mouth. Nope. So now your son, that, the young son that you young have. Young son. 17. No, he's a child. Yeah. He's a child. He's a child. Now you are here Blame shouting me. at him, barking at him, barking. chewing at him. Yeah, that's what she's doing. Well, you, you had all the balls. No, 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 I just have to read that She's again. She's actually so... How are you so what? immature now? And then, oh, no, I have to read that again. Kids. My mom's mad at me for, letting her chew, for not letting her chew her out and for not telling her the teacher was upset with her and that she wouldn't have scheduled the meeting if she knew. Like, that's, that's, that's what he said. <laughs> Anyways, let me read the last thing. I feel bad for telling the teacher... I feel bad for telling the teacher what happened. The truth. And she's still mad at me. So I wanted to know if I was the asshole. You're like, no. This is so ridiculous. No. 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 no, no Bloody no. hell. No. You didn't do anything. You, I hope you go to a college far, far away. Let's have a think away. and reflect about her actions. Like, this is so ridiculous. This is crazy. 17, like, I don't know what country he's in, but hopefully you get to move out soon. You know, my <sighs> own life. Uh, resolution for everything is to run away. Oh, this one. To escape, to <laughs> no, fly. This one warrants an escape. To just go. Just Bloody enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Ugh. How is your mom this childish? Sorry. I'm sorry, love. I don't even have advice, except that... Um, Hmm. Secretly study away from your mom somehow. Yeah. Get um, your career guidance teacher involved if she. You start using your teacher to scare her. It's the only yeah, way it because works. She, because she can't talk back. It's the only way it work. Yeah. Use your teacher to scare her because, like, okay, whenever you need those three to five hours to catch up mm -hmm. and she's trying to drag you off to somewhere else, bring up, the, up teacher. the teacher. It might. Like, and, or, okay, maybe that might disrupt your day, but, like, Bring up that, okay, this is not up to you. Mm -hmm. Like, this is up to the teacher, the school, the yeah. system, or else you're going to fail. You know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Just make sure 
um, that you, for your own sanity that it's not your fault, but that somebody else in authority deferred the authority because she obviously doesn't want to be an authoritative person yeah. in the right way this, anyway. This is good. She's giving really good advice. I... I just, that sounds like a lot of efforts. And I just, but like, yeah. But they, they have seven, to I know, catch I know. up yes. before they leave. For real. But I was just thinking like, if I was, if I was in that, I would just be like. <sighs> yeah, or get another adult that cares about you, an aunt or yeah. um, an uncle or a cousin or relative that you can like go to their house after study. Yeah, I actually did that. Like literally mm -hmm. like try that. Um, especially at intervals and try balancing because you can't do it straight. Like I'm just going to study away from my mom, mm. like for the whole of summer school. Like it would just bring you stress because she will, as you've seen, she's quite immature. So she will just keep coming back. Keep going off. So like, I don't know, it's weird, but try and like for your own sanity schedule, like yeah. four days a week where you, you'd go to the aunt's house, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, you do know what I mean? And then, you're more available on Tuesday. You know? Do you know what I mean? Try yeah. She's a child, so you're going to have to train your mom. That's good. It's true. Sorry. Hey, everybody. Okay, so we're about to get into the conversation cards. Into the magic box. Magic box. Ooh, it's different this time. We got <laughs> Reflex expansion pack. I love that. The Bobo and Flex. Let's go. Let's go. It's so colorful. Every every time I see it, I'm like, oh, all I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. We should start taking out the ones we've already done. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we keep somehow pulling them out. It just keeps attracting us. It's like, answer again. Answer again. Say it again. No. Let's do it again. It's because you didn't shuffle shuffle. I did. Ooh. That's presumptuous. Okay, let me not argue with the guy. Okay. This says, why pursue intelligence if being intelligent only further isolates you from everyone else? Mm. Presumptuous, because if you're an intelligent person, you wouldn't want to be isolated from everyone else, really. Yeah. Especially if you know that a man is not an island and it's not a stupid place, by the way. <laughs> and even though you might be more intelligent than other people, you need social interaction. You need social interaction, yeah. Bolstering thyself. Absolutely. Because you yeah. can't be intelligent in isolation. Against what? Against what, exactly? What are you balancing intelligence mm -hmm. against? Your thoughts, your own ideas, yeah. nothing. You're just existing in yourself and in your own space. Yeah, own because thing. you can't like be. Nothing is new. What are you learning from? You can pursue intelligence. What are you balancing your ideas to? Like who? And you can be intelligent mm -hmm. and not be isolated from everyone yeah. else. Like why would you choose that? You can be smarter than loads of people and still be cool around them. It's yeah. weird. Exactly. It's a presumptuous thing because it's a personal question off of their interaction with how they interact with intelligence. Mm -hmm. And if you're intelligent enough, you know what you need. Yeah. And that's and perhaps more people... Their own intelligence isolates them from everyone else. That's a bit <laughs> sad, isn't it? Oh, it's lonely. Sad and lonely, then. That's what I'm being lonely. Sad and lonely. We're not judging you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was just what came to mind. No, you're right. Yeah. This is sharp edges. Damn. <laughs> poking you like, ow. It is so pretty. 
Go on. Oh, when, if ever, is it morally justifiable to kill someone? Oh no, don't tell me murder. <laughs> Sorry. Everything not, that is said not here is not to be used in the court of law <laughs> as this is hypothetical, perhaps fictional. Yes. And just dreams, terrifying nightmares. <laughs> So do not quote us on any of this. <laughs> and um, yes, answer. <laughs> but I have lost who has killed. <laughs> I'll protect you. <laughs> um, when, if ever, is it morally justifiable to I kill I suppose self-defense is the obvious one. Yeah. Yeah, it is the obvious That's, one. And it's the safe answer. Mm -hmm. And the court approves. Yeah, but what if morally <laughs> I believe that you shouldn't wait everybody that hurts someone ah. should get punished for the action action so you believe in i know punishment. Yes, i'm not i'm talking to like as a third person yeah yeah, yeah. but do you think punishment mm -hmm. is a necessary no i don't think uh, okay. for my own person i don't think oh, it's okay, a necessary okay. i think there's better ways before you like Punishment doesn't have to be like this negative like thing. Yeah, like, not in, physical. Not physical, exactly. Mm. So um, no, there's different types of punishment. But if I was like, if I was just that type of person, I'm like, if you do something bad, mm -hmm. you have to have that bad thing done to you. Oh shit. And if I'm protecting your friend and this is the way I feel. Oh shit. If you, for example, those stories where um, a they're in a country, a man married. Um, he has a wife, and someone rapes his wife. He, that guy, the married guy, went to go and kill him. Oh, and, shit. Yeah, was hanging his head around. Oh, shit. Yeah. Would you, is that, like... Is that, like, morally and ethically mm -hmm. appropriate, is what you're asking? Yeah, especially, oh, and also in context, in the land that they were living in, mm. those things are allowed, like, in the... Like the, oh, the, like like the by state, their law. Okay. by their law, exactly. So that in that space, that's already a different. Like they have moral, different moral grounds there. Oh shit! Oh wow! Yeah. Well, you did the thing in the land that the thing wasn't allowed in. So, well, that is that. That's kosher with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because they said don't do the thing, and it doesn't seem ludicrous. Sorry, don't don't sexually assault or you die. You sexually assault, you die. Yeah. Bees what the bees. Yeah, but then, I, like, but then again, I'm it's very, crazy. I'm very. I don't believe in that actually. But I'm I, very, just a thought. It I just happens. It happens. Yeah. But like, I'm not. I don't know. Like, I have my own personal morals and ethics. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm not necessarily comfortable with that. But I'm comfortable with the extremes. The the realities of extremes that humans are capable of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I'm also trying to be centered enough to appreciate that humans exist on such a broad spectrum, spectrum. Yeah. of sensitivity mm -hmm. that they can be such good can be found in humans mm -hmm. and such bad can be found in yeah. humans. And I think where we achieve balance in the world is when we accept that both Coming existing in a human mm -hmm psyche 
should not be something we frown mm -hmm. against. Yeah. We just need to find the balance. Totally. That not necessarily everyone, no, because all of us can't be comfortable with the same thing. Mm -hmm. There just is a spectrum. But I hope one day we can design a system within law and governance yeah. or whatever where we we don't treat one as the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that we let the the um, spectral of spectrum of the law reflect the spectrum of hum, human yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, behavior. and I don't think what we're currently working Can on we? at the moment it's is always fair. Mm -hmm. And true. that's what the law is supposed to be for. That's what justice is supposed to be mm -hmm. about. The blind, like balance, blah blah blah. But it's not. But you know, There's the judge is a blind. The, the the lawyer is a blind. <laughs> the police officer is a blind. Security is blind. Nobody's blind. Yeah. The court of law. So I feel like we're lying. Yeah. Okay. So if we're trying to have blind actual justice, we need to try and figure out a way of systematically, uh, you know, the English putting that in place. Balance. And you know, obviously, it's a lot of theory, but that's all I got. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have, lads. Like, mm. do you know? So, yeah. That's, those are my thoughts. I feel like that cool. was. No. Extensive there. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, I liked it. It's like you gave a breakdown of like your, not your philosophy, but like your morals where, mm. where you're standing out. So it's fine. Cool. <laughs> I liked that one. I liked it too. Sweet. Okay. You can explore other questions with these critical thinking conversation card game, Reflex, with Bobo and Flex. <laughs> Come back and flex with us. <laughs> yes. Next Saturday, 6 p.m. Join us for more Am I the Assholes conversation card games and random topics. And make sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Let us know how you're feeling. Bye! Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle.